In this episode of Bear Podcast, men can have babies. I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. Dallas police responds to anti-gay hate crime. Elio, a three-wheeler, 84-mile-per-gallon car available next year. Food.beak. And two guys having sex with the auto blow, too. All these and more coming up next. Bear Podcast, 592. Bigger than the earth, floating through space. Kind of concerns many of us, even gay people. He used to be cute, but that bitch just, she needs to be slack. Strip Cards Against Humanity. And it's Sunday night, did you do the sing-along with Sound of Music? One of them is gay, and the other is straight. I'm so gay. Apparently he became gay. It might be a source of sexually positive pleasure. We worked on it, we had pleasure, that's, that's great. That's how it's done. Welcome everyone to Bear Podcast, I am Nard. And I am Catfish. Really? We're going to bring that up. We're going to bring that up. We're going to bring that up. Okay. We're going to bring that up. We just had a a conversation about that uh, uh, during dinner tonight while we were at the... um, I think we brought it up a couple weeks ago about people catfishing. So anyway. So anyway, so what did you do this weekend, Nari? Well, I've been watching uh, The Person of Interest. I started watching it. And actually, I finished watching Longmire. And then my friend Matt suggested to me to watch, okay, next, you need to watch Person of Interest. And I was watching it. It's really intriguing each time. I mean, it's really good. It's. I notice when the straight friend tells you to watch stuff, you'll watch it. But when the gay friend tells you to watch stuff like Jessica Jones or the following, eh. I'll get there. I'll get there soon. Right, 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 right. Yeah, anyway, I do. I, I've been, well, I watch a lot of stuff with you too, like Walking Dead. Supergirl. It's on tonight, right? Monday night, right? <laughs> Supergirl's, I think. Huh. Something's recording. Something's recording. I think Gotham's oh. on tonight, but I'm about ready to drop that show, I think. Oh, really? Because you're not liking it? Well, I like it. It's just I'm watching too much TV, and it's just not holding my interest enough anymore. There you go. See? Oh, by the way, welcome to episode four, 592, an episode. Uh, it's uh, November 23rd. It's a Monday. So <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. That. Yes, this Thanksgiving weekend. That's right. Thanksgiving week. Oh, happy Thanksgiving to all of you guys. And you know what Friday is? Black Friday. No, it's Spanksgiving. Spanksgiving? Well, people get spanks. Really? Don't people do that when it's a birthday? Oh, speaking of spanks. Uh, oh, happy birthday to Gary. <laughs> Big shout out to Gary and also to Johnny Lee. It's his birthday. This oh, that's right. His birthday's coming up. Yeah. Well, he's in China right now, so he's not even listening to the show. He's so. in China. Yes, he comes back Thanksgiving Day, flies in that morning, and then that night he gets up and goes, gets in line to do all the Black Friday, the oh, early no. shopping crap. So. Probably they can, he can do that. Are you planning to line up anywhere? Oh, hell no. I plan to stay as far away from stores this weekend as possible. For me? I don't want to go to the grocery store. I'm going to click my way through. That's all I'm going to do. So, I, that's well, yeah. There's only a couple people I'm buying Christmas for, so it ain't like I got that much to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's right. Do you have a, most well, of that stuff I'm getting at the dollar store, so it's all good. Okay, that's right. So you're <laughs> you got my gift at the dollar store already. That's right. Already. Okay. That's budget. Some budget. I got Some a budget. People, I know some people who you know get registered. They're getting married and everything. They get registered at uh, at the Dollar General. No. Anyway, so what did you do this last weekend, Ray? Uh, Saturday night, uh, well, Blackhawk Leather, which is the leather store here in Houston, had a Fifty Shades demo at the Ripcord, which was quite busy and popular. 
Did they just call it Fifty Shades or? Well, they do. Uh, they did that because a lot of people have read either the Fifty Shades of Grey book or the movie, which is cute. It's a romance movie. It's an erotic romance movie, and it's about BDSM, but it's not all about that. It's more about a love story. So, but that introduced a lot of people to kink. So, to get more people interested that might be interested in it, that want to explore or try to figure out what they want to do with it and stuff, they do did some demos. There was the vacuum cube. There was mummification. There was suspension. They had a violent wand. Wow, it's like it's like uh, it's like my it? bedroom on the weekends. <laughs> That's right. La 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 la. I'm downstairs and Ray's upstairs with all those slapping sounds. So, okay, time to go to the bedroom. <laughs> anyway, so whatever floats your boat. Yeah. There's a spank. Is it like spank fest? Spank fest does that a lot too. Lots of demos also. Well, when there used to be a spank fest, I don't think there's a spank fest. There's no more spank now. fest in Houston. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I. But I, guess... I usually joke that Thanksgiving is Spanksgiving. Okay. That come from my friend Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. Okay, so, so uh, let's talk about the first word you said earlier, Ray. Catfishing. Catfishing. What is catfishing? Well, since you don't watch MTV, I'll explain it to you. Catfishing is a show that came on MTV that talks about people going online and creating other personas and impersonating people to get other people's attention or to try to seduce other people. Really? Really. That's catfishing. That's catfishing. And And basically they stand there and they like have this whole online life with this person and it's all a lie. Oh, my God. There have been cases in it where they found out with this guy thought he was been talking to this girl for a year and he was so in love with her and he finally went to go try to find her and all this stuff. Find out she was a man. Oh, all along? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, definition of catfish. Lure someone into a relationship by means of a fictional online persona. Mm-hmm. I see. And there is a person here in Houston, which whose name I will not name, that does this. Okay. And... I've known they've been a little off for years now, but trying to be a bigger and better person, I said, I'll give them a benefit of the doubt. So I kind of became friends with them online. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they said, oh, well, here's my two subs. Talk to them. There were no two subs. It was this one person. He was acting like the two subs. And then this weekend, out of the blue, first of all, this really super hot guy hit me up. Okay. Which usually does not happen. It really happens. Uh, It really happens, yeah. Um, and started talking to me about being a sub. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, do you have any more pictures? Because they're like, okay. So they sent me a whole bunch of pictures. So I was like, okay. Doesn't, you know, because I'm all gun shy now. And I was like, okay. And then they, they made the mistake of telling me they were going somewhere. And I was like, oh, okay. We'll have a good trip. Look online today. They're still 20 miles away. Mm, on their profile and i'm like they should be at least 100 miles away if they where they said they were going to be i see so i asked them i said what are you doing and they're saying oh we're playing cards against humanity i said oh we'll take a picture of whatever's in your hand what cards you have in your hand well they sent me a picture of a cards against humanity which i've seen on the internet before oh really so I'm just like, okay. Downloaded some, somebody's So then I, then I was like, okay, we're going to stop nip this in the butt. I said, all right, take a picture of yourself next to a calendar with today's date and send it to me. 
Hadn't heard from them since. So stop that one. So it's a good So day. I'm pretty sure it's this other person because they're the same distance as that other person is from me. Um, they, uh, I'm trying to look for that image that you just saw. It's on there. I think I've seen it come across before. So, but, uh, so this person in Houston has just latched onto me and cannot help but catfish me. Oh, wow. And it's just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. And they're getting better because this time they had me fool a little bit longer than they did the last time. And last time I kind of knew it was going on. And I was just like, okay. And then I thought, well, maybe it's not. And then I started, things started adding up and then they screwed up and made a mistake. And I was like, oh. So I just quit talking to them. Okay. So, so. so it's good that you keep away from these guys. I'm trying to look for the same image. We'll that see you if said. we can find it after the show. I'm sure it is. But anyway, okay. So it's good that uh, yeah you were able to define what catfishing is. So, so if this has happened to any of y'all, right in. Or maybe us, you've done it before. Or maybe you've done it to somebody else. What's your technique? I mean, I guess you know if if you're that fucking bored, get a hobby. And I, I and I don't think this is a hobby. So no, I don't think so. So, but now I'm all paranoid. So if you hit me up online, if you find my profile, you better send me a picture with you and the day of the calendar with the day's calendar circle next to you or something, so I know that you're for real. <laughs> or today's newspaper or today's newspaper that's right something like that something that can prove that you're an actual living being and you had went out and like stole somebody a whole bunch of pictures off somebody's online account somewhere and just sending them to me so yeah. okay so far i have not experienced uh catfishing i'm not online all the time myself so, so. Mm -hmm. hell I have, i've not been on facebook too much myself either yeah so do you <clears throat> well you're, you're always on facebook <laughs> no i'm not no you're not Actually, at home, I'm rarely on Facebook. I'm usually on Facebook during my breaks at work. I'll take a break for five minutes, get on Facebook just to Catch relieve stress. People. Well, no, relieve stress. So I don't kill somebody at work. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Now on to our real topics. From our correspondent, Cesar. Our contributor. Our contributor. Cesar. Correspondent. I'll call him a correspondent like, it's in, like we're a real news show or something. Okay. So. <laughs> Uterine transplants may allow men to give birth within five years. Maynard, you can have a baby. It's like Junior. Remember? Mm -hmm. uh, Schwarzenegger and uh, Danny DeVito. Yeah. Okay. So, after last week's announcement that the Cleveland Clinic is performing uterus transplant surgery on women who are born without a womb or whose uterus is diseased or malfunctioning, many began to wonder whether this medical advancement could be replicated in men. The simple answer is yes. Theoretically, men can receive a uterus, carry a baby to term, and give birth. But what really blew our minds is the day of the male pregnancy is closer than you think, reports Yahoo Health. My guess is five to ten years away, maybe sooner, says Dr. Catherine Chung, director of the Fertility Preservation Program at the University of Southern California's Keck School of Medicine. Today, medical advances let transgender women adjust their biochemistry to suppress male and introduce female hormones, have breasts that can lactate and obtain surgically constructed vaginas that include a neoclitoris, which allows sensation. So basically, wow. Caitlyn Jenner can really become a woman now and have give birth. No, he can be. Yeah, so. he can. She can't, or is she? she of, so course, she of course, she can't do this because she's voting Republican, and Republicans don't want her to have any control over her body. So, there you go. Until now, however, a place to carry the fetus, a womb of its own, was a major missing link. Uterus transplants could conceivably surmount that hurdle. I bet just about every transgender person who is female will want to do it. If I were 
if it were covered by insurance, says Dr. Christine Bajin at New Hope PA plastic surgeon who performs transgender surgeries on men and women and is a consultant to the new movie, The Danish Girl, about one of the first recipients of sex reassignment surgery. So this is interesting because, like I said, it's going to be... I actually heard from this from another nurse or from a doctor two weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, who was telling me about they can now have uh, women can have transplants. Yeah, exactly what you, what you just read. And and that's great. I mean, for people who, who feel that they, who, who had the um, hysterectomies, yeah. they do that. They, they, they can. But my question is, if, you, if you're a man and you do this, do you have to go on the hormone therapy to become a woman? Yes. You have to you have to go through the hormone therapy to support the uh, because what I see a lot of this in the straight community, if this ever happens when men can have babies, women say screw you, you go have the damn baby and carry it for nine months. Yeah, that's right. And then <laughs> and then if you're a gay couple and you want to have a kid and you want to have it naturally like that, mm-hmm. then who goes and does all the surgery? Well, well, they have to flip a coin, or the one who wants to that really brings up a lot because what happens is how about maternity leave there's always been paternity leaves which is which is about a week or two weeks maybe as for a for a for a woman it's a it's it's three months right so what's going to happen now if a man has that how what would be the the maternity leave for that guy now interesting so and i i can't you have to be really so, Maynard, if this happens in five years, no, you could, you're still young enough to have a baby. No, no plans to have Mike, a baby. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> you always wanted that little bouncing baby boy. That's right, but no, probably not. But then it, it's it's good that uh, people have the options now, and even men would have the option now. And yeah, you're right. You're right about that that argument about what about you? Why wouldn't you carry the baby? <laughs> That's right. So, and if they're close, and if they're this close to doing uterus transplants, how long before they have an artificial uterus? Why do you need an artificial? So you don't. If you want to have a baby, you don't have to go have a woman involved at all. If you're a gay couple, and oh. you can get an egg, and they can replace the DNA oh, and the mix way, the two DNAs. Uh, okay, there's something that was not mentioned here. Uh, transplants. That's true, but it is also the same way as liver transplant or kidney transplant. There's, if it's a, there's a line. There's actually a, uh, a um, uh, what do you call this? Uh, a waiting list for this, because they're waiting for that donor, a woman who would probably die in a car accident. They don't want to waste the, the uh, uterus, and they can extract the uterus. It's, it's going to be it's the same way yeah. as, uh, as. So go sign up transplant. for those donor organ donor cards. Yeah, so it's just interesting that they can do this now. Yeah, you just heard about it. Uh, some time ago, and, and yeah, just like any other transplant. But I'll wait it. for I'll wait for the cloning version, so you can just like go mix your DNA. Say, okay, I want to have a child. I don't want to be involved with a woman. I'm not in a relationship, so I want to have a child. And go to the center, donate my sperm. I can pick out a reasonably attractive person that I find attractive with the opposite sex that might have, or maybe the same sex that I think has good DNA that would mix good with mine, and hope for the best when the DNA mixes and grow my baby and have them in that in six months or two weeks. Or but you need a thing. womb. Well, that'll be artificial womb. You so you're saying it's like the Matrix type, you know, everybody. 
I'm not saying they're batteries, but I'm saying the way they're they're put in a pod somewhere and then it yeah, grows some kind of one. And there's been yeah. a lot of sci-fi about that, about growing babies outside of the body, and like this is tackled in um, uh, Hemlock Grove. That's one of the concepts they have in Hemlock Grove. They're growing a new body for somebody. Um, there's there was one show where Michael Caine was a professor. His wife had died, and he was able to save her DNA and had actually started growing a fetus at his lab. But it was a love story between a girl and another guy. And it was kind of like this big love wrapped up, and I'm trying to remember what the name of that is, but I always thought that was an awesome movie, that if they could really do that. It's not Hemlock Grove. It's it's got Michael Caine. It's got Michael Caine. This is something else. Yeah, this is a much older movie, like maybe 10, 15, maybe 20 years ago. Okay. Which is like a romance. And it was him, and he had a female student and a male student, and the two younger kids were in love. But he, but they were working with him to try to recreate his wife because she either died of cancer or in a car wreck or something. So he couldn't let go of her. So he was trying to bring her back from the dead by cloning her. Wow. So it was quite interesting. But then you get in that whole thing, is it still the same person if you clone them? Because they have um, different experiences and different, probably, you know, how yeah. much memory is genetic and how much memory is not. Yeah, there's got to be a little bit, of, I, I don't know, uh, definitely not because they would be growing up yeah. in different And he was already in his 50s or 60s, so by the time this woman got old enough, he'd been, been yeah. way old. He'd probably been dead by the time, unless he could accelerate the growth to make her full-grown human. Or would be the reverse, now he leaves his semen <laughs> for, <laughs> for to be cloned. Um, oh, that's right, that's, that's the way to, oh, that's the way to do it. He should just clone himself too. So by the time they grow, both grow up, then they can, they can somewhat be together. Well, then you get an all Aeon flexing. Is that what the influx is? You, that's what we you were didn't watching. Watch yeah. I didn't watch it last night. Oh, you, you guys, yesterday when yeah. you guys were. Oh, well, yeah, that's so personal. We just watched it because that's what was on TV the other day. So. Okay. Well, anyway, so what do you guys think? Do you guys want to have a uterus <laughs> transplanted in your body? Or if you're a gay couple, maybe one of you can flip a coin and decide, mm-hmm. okay, you carry the baby for nine months. It's just so many questions. There's so many things that would, so many laws that would change if you ever do that. Because... Now, if, and of course, there's going to be like, you know, the religious rights going to be like abomination, abomination. If it's going to be, yeah. well, the mere fact that you yeah. can transplant, that's, they would think that's abom- abomination. Yeah. What more if you transplant it, the uterus yeah. to a guy? So, but my question is, do they transplant everything, the ovaries and everything? No, just the uterus. Just the uterus. It just needs to have a, it just needs so to have they're a, still a having sack. To, they're still having to get eggs donated that they take out the DNA and remix it, you know. Yeah, it's still, it's still a test to baby, then insert it in the uterus, but then who would house the uterus? Mm-hmm. It just needs to attach to a wall, to a membrane. I want to say in the Dune series, there's a whole thing about a culture that you never see any of their women, but that's because they have their whole, all their women genetically engineered to produce offspring and other organic parts and crap and stuff like that. It's very weird. They got rid of women. Kinda. <laughs> oh my God, but they turned them into like manufacturing bioorganisms. Oh, really? That's and, really and, I, and I want to say it's in the Dune series, and it was like later in the series, because I read it for so long, and but it was a lot, but that was like back in the 90s. So anyway. Anyway, let's move on. Let's okay, move I'll on. Take a, I'll take this first one. Okay, go ahead. I told you bitches Glenn wasn't dead. Yep. Okay, that's Kinda all I got so too. Glenn, oh yeah, spoilers, guys. <laughs> well, you know anyway. Everybody speculated for four weeks what happened to Glenn in Walking Dead. We were talking about Walking Dead. If you guys are watching Walking Dead, uh, yeah, spoiler alert. Yes, Glenn is alive. Okay, so 
whoop de doo Well, should it, should we say something in the comic book? Well, we've already talked about that in the comic book. He doesn't die that way. Yeah. He has a very... Well, he's not dead. Well, he's not dead. Well, in the comic book, he is. But mm-hmm. how he dies is a big... It's a big thing in the story, but it's also kind of an uneventful thing in the story. Yeah. That involves a certain person that has not appeared yet. It'll come up probably in January. So we're waiting for January. We'll to, see. For we'll see if it's by the end of this season, because there's a bunch of other stuff that happens before that. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there's the other colony. Uh, community. 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 Another community. That I think was hinted at at last week's episode with... Uh, it's Robert in the news anyway. With Daryl. So, okay. anyway. All right, so next is actually Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones will be back in April, so we have to wait a long, long time. Yeah, but HBO just released the first images of it today, and if you haven't seen the poster, it's basically Jon Snow with blood all over his face. Does this mean he's alive? I think Jon Snow's alive. They're going to make him live? They're going to resurrect him? Well, I think the red-headed chick saves his ass. Yeah, probably. I think there's something about her that she saw in him because I think he's, what's his name, Sons. Baratheon, one of Baratheon's sons. Okay. All right. All right, so what do you guys think? Are you guys excited about Game of Thrones? I know I am. Why? <laughs> the only one I'm going to miss is, is Stars, and I guess I'll have to find it online somewhere. Stars. The show on Stars. Um, my mind just went blank. The Scottish show. Highlander. Not Highlander. Um, <laughs> Highlander. Highlander. Highlander's eight. No. Um. Crap, what's the damn name of the show that comes on stars? Is it sci-fi? It's the one where the chick moves through time. And she got sent back to the 1800s with the dude. Um, I Zombie. No. No, okay. What is it? What is that damn show's name? I can't remember. Anyway, anyway we can't y'all don't. end with that right now. <laughs> okay. okay. So let's, let's just talk about that Game of Thrones coming up in April. And Glenn is uh, back. He's not dead. And... After this coming Sunday's episode of uh, Walking Dead, it's going to be the uh, pre-season. What is it? The mid-season. The mid-season finale. finale so, and we yeah. won't see him again until probably February. January. I think January was start up again. Or March. January. Yeah, I think she's in late January, early February, depending on what's going on. All right. I'll look forward to it. I'll look forward to it. It's time for the gay, the geek, and the bizarre. Just one thing before we start. All right. If you're listening to the first part of the show, it's Outlander. We were talking about the show that was on Stars that I got to figure out how to get to because we don't have Stars anymore. But it's Outlander. Oh, okay. It's where the chick travels back well, in time. Well, I showed to you Scotland. that. I googled it. <laughs> well, you googled it, so thank you, Maynard. Okay. So, now on to the gay, the geek, and bizarre. All right. Okay. So, uh, why do you pick these these hate crimes? <laughs> because every this shit's still happening. Yeah, it's 2015. It's still. Happening. I mean, last week a gay guy was beat to death here in Houston. In Dallas. No, that was here in Houston. Oh, that's right. In Montgomery County, just mm-hmm. northwest of here. God, it still happens. After 12 violent anti-gay hate crimes, Dallas police finally put neighborhood on lockdown. It took 12 people to get beat up for them to do something. Yeah. That's why I'm talking about this stuff, so people realize this shit's still going on. Must be in Montrose. No, not not oh, Throckmorton area. Uh, no, wait, Cedar Springs. Cedar Springs. Probably Cedar Springs. A neighborhood in Dallas has been put on police lockdown after a dozen, a dozen violent hate crimes against gay men and several robberies were reported. No, oh, it's Oakland. Oakland in neighborhood. The city's Oakland uh, neighborhood has been a frightening uptick 
in has seen a, a frightening uptick in anti-gay bashings in the recent months. Last Thursday, Jeffrey Hubbard uh, became at least the 12th victim in three months of an anti-gay hate crime when he was bashed in the uh, he was bashed in the skull with a rock while walking to a friend's house. He sustained a temporal temporal bone fracture that required several stitches to his head. Survivors have been beaten with bats, stabbed with box cutters, uh, pistol whipped, and pummeled with fists. Rally, rally for change, a, a local organization who has been demanding increased police uh, police presence and and better protection in the area for months, said in a statement. In several of these attacks, homophobic language has been used by the assailants. So this is in Dallas, and it can you believe that this is still happening? And it's yeah, 2015, still even, happening. Even we got all these people refusing Syrian refugees because they think they're all terrorists. So yeah, and these are the same people. I guess it's just ignorant bullshit. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, they, these are people who are yeah. Uh, these are really just it's really a hate crime so what can I say they're really just uh, uh, out there trying to I, I don't know what what they're trying to prove <laughs> still everything's becoming legal gay marriage is in and equality is is, uh, is you know is inevitable hopefully not after you know hero uh, what happened to Houston a couple of weeks ago but these people are still uh, you know I think they they should have uh, a special kind of of um, of punishment for them. I don't know, probably gang. Well, if they get something. If they get prosecuted with a hate crime, then it's a federal crime and not a state crime, if I remember correctly. And what what and would it be the the punishment is harsher or yes. longer? Like yes, it's a little more severe. So I think that's the way the law is written for hate crimes. So mm-hmm. not sure. Okay, we got a second gate at night, which I thought was very interesting. And since I'm on PrEP, I figured we'd talk about it. Local study explores PrEP adherence. The Journal of American Medical Association published the results this week of a study that analyzed the real-world use of pre-exposure prophylaxis, PrEP, for HIV prevention. Woodman Walker Health announced the form of PrEP involved in the study was the daily anti-HIV pill called Truvada, which is taken orally. The study assessed medication adherence, sexual behaviors of the instance of STIs and HIV infection in the men who have sex with men and transgender women. 100 of the 557 total recipients were enrolled at the study at Whitman Walker Health in Washington. Among the findings, between 80 and 86% of the participants were taking four or more pills of medication a week, indicating a strong adherence and protection from acquiring HIV. Now, in theory, you're supposed to take one pill a day. You're supposed to be taking seven pills a week. Um, actually, remember when we were talking to uh, Ted back at the Legacy Community Health? He was saying that other uh, in different places, the, the, the other countries, four a week, they tried to, uh, they tried to control like a four a week would do, maybe the four four at a time, and then they skip a day, and then four a day because it is expensive. It yes. is expensive, so, so they try to do. But the the, but this is saying that that's okay as long as you take them four days a week in theory. So oh, one more thing that Ted said also: two days before sex, at some point it it, it was acceptable, but of course that's risky. Of course, yeah, very it's risky. best really to take it every day. Okay. It's just that in other countries, like I said, they're trying to minimize. They're trying to. Anyway, go ahead. Do the cost. The report, those who reported at least two condomless anal sex partners in the last three months were more likely to adhere to the medication than those who were less vulnerable to HIV infection. 
STI incidents did not increase over time among study participants. So, just because they were out barebacking, the increase of sexually transmitted diseases such as syphilis, gonorrhea, herpes did not increase or decrease. Mm -hmm. So, it stayed about the same, which means there's no effect at all. Or, I mean, of course. That people are just as responsible as they usually are. Okay. So. Two individuals in the study became HIV positive, and adherence test showed that they had drug levels consistent with taking fewer than two doses of, per week of Travada. So they were not taking it like they were supposed to. Yeah. So Which, uh, I don't know if this part of the study, they just, they're just, well, no, they, risk it. they go in and take blood tests and they can tell, just like your bl blood sugar level, they can tell how much drugs in your system. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what I'm saying is, I, I'm not, we're not sure if they're really responsible or was it part of the test. But well, then it would be bad that if it's well, part I don't of the think test, they would be giving somebody something there. I think it was the fact that these people didn't take the, the Truvada medication like they were supposed to. So they're 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 really irresponsible. Possible, yes. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Because if they, if it's part of the test, that's going to be a bad. No, test. that that would be intentional infection. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that would be a big lawsuit. So yeah. Megan Coleman, director of community research and nurse practitioner at Whitman at Whitman Walker Health was a principal investigator on the study. Our study adds that the growing body of evidence that PrEP is an incredibly important tool in the fight against HIV. Coleman said that it, in a press release, it works in the real world among real people. And encouragingly, our study found that among those who, whose behaviors make them the most vulnerable to HIV infection, they were most adherent to the PrEP and were therefore protected from HIV acquisition. What we need to know now is to ensure that the communities that would benefit from PrEP the most, particularly younger, gay, and bisexual men of color and transgender people, have access to it and the focus of outreach efforts. See, they're saying that uh, that uh, this is going to be uh, beneficial also for you know for young yeah. gay men and uh, bisexual, yeah. but also women can have this too, or yeah. sex workers. Sex workers. But I'm also wondering if maybe after another year or two, they might come back and say, okay. The first month you're on PrEP, you have to take it every day. And then after that, you can take four doses a week. And it'll keep your protection in there. Yeah, you just need to build up your, your immune system yeah. in that one. Or your, you know, not really immune system, but your... your uh, but the drug in the your drug system. The drug in your system. So, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that... Uh, you know they're, they're actually doing the, doing these studies right now. Yeah. What what I don't like though was that story that we had before. Remember, a guy was um, uh, they canceled his insurance or something because he wasn't prep. Because they simply assumed that you're in, you're on Truvada. That means you're immediately you're HIV positive. positive. I, I guess doctors or even even you know insurance companies right. do, do, are you know are not informed yeah. on how this works. Yeah, but I don't know. Is that a major insurance company or is that some little insurance mom and pop insurance company yeah. that did that? I mean, it all depends on where it was and stuff like that. Because I don't think it gave all those details when we talked about it in the article who the insurance company was. I think was. it's like Omaha or something. Omaha, so, Omaha Insurance, something like that. So, yeah. So, um, so it'll be interesting. It also depends on what the government steps in and eventually says if we get universal health care. So. Yeah, what is with that, that with the Obamacare and stuff happens, how it's covered, what's covered, and everything like that. So, I mean, so far, my coverage has been pretty good. All I've had to do is play for additional blood work, which really hasn't been that bad. So, mm -hmm. but we'll see. I just went and had my second round of tests, so we'll see what those. How long charges. in between? It's been my thirty-day mark, so I'm. Oh, okay. I'm over, because they do it first at thirty days, and then if you're doing good, they 
push it out and test you in like two three to three months. months. Yeah. So I'm going to my three months now, so I don't have to worry about it for another three months. All right. Good for you. So Awesome. Okay. Okay, let's go to the geek. Okay, this is a topic that Ray just brought up, and then I looked it up, and then, wow, this is something affordable. <laughs> okay, Elio Motors, three-wheeler, 84 miles per gallon for the price of a decade-old Corolla. Yeah, that's right, because, you know, I guess um, a 10-year-old Corolla would cost this much now. It's, it's really cheap, and it's, it's, it's a nice car. I'll probably, you know, uh, put put the links on the website so you can see how it looks like. So it's that manufacturers are are offering fuel economy uh, specials of existing compact and subcompact non-hybridized models. Not only does such a concept improve mileage without compromising driving dynamics by adding heavy batteries and electric motors, but they're cheap when compared to their gas electric brethren too. That's why we're intrigued by Elio Motors a startup promising a brand new fuel miser for the cost of a decade-old Toyota Corolla. So, okay, it costs about $6,800. You can have yourself an Elio three-wheeler, a two-seat three-wheeler powered by a 900cc three-cylinder that's estimated to deliver 84 miles per gallon on the highway. Elio says that its uh, eight-gallon fuel tank is enough to get one of its uh, cars from Detroit, to New York, some 650 miles without refueling. I mean, that's that's amazing. I mean, if you know, if you, how far is your work? 30 miles from here. Actually, I think it's only like 26 miles from here. 26 miles. So if you have one of these, and I don't have to fill up every two, three weeks. Yeah, and it's a I, it, well, I don't know, but this is city driving, so it's a lot of stop and start. But still, it should even if I got 70 miles to the gallon. It will still be much better than the 28 miles to a gallon I'm getting now. Yeah. So, and the good thing about these cars is more younger people that couldn't afford access to transportation can afford something now. Yeah, it's a two seater though. It's a bit bigger, but then it's just small. It can fit anywhere, right? Well, well, you got room for you and your bitch in the back seat. That's all you really need. This is not a family car. It's not a family. But I was talking to Mary because I was like, you know, when these come out, I might buy one. That way, if I decide to live further out, I could just use this to drive back and forth to work and then still have my other car for non-work use. I mean, driving back and forth. Yeah. So. so I was watching the video on that, this one, and uh, it's a prototype that the, the, the guy was driving. And it was, I could see, I could, I could probably hear it also, that the uh, suspension is really not good. Well, of course, it's a prototype. You don't concentrate on those things. You just need to make the proof of concept of the car. Yeah. And, and they were able to drive around with it and... And it's pretty. It looks smooth. It has the usual uh, technologies of auxiliary, auxiliary power, USB. It's weird about it. I was telling you when you were upstairs. There's no rear view mirror because it's only you. You sit down and there's only space for you, for you, for yourself, in just one chair. It's basically a three wheel motorcycle with a canopy on it. Canopy? There's no canopy. It's really just a canopy. Yeah, like a canopy, like in an airplane, where you sit down and you're one seat and you pull the canopy over you and you're in there. There's no. It's a, it's a door. side door. Yeah, it's a side it's door. A but, side but I mean, door. it's just it's just like you're in a pod. Yeah, canopy, it, it is. So. Pretty, it is pretty much like that. So, like I said, there's no rear view mirror. You have to rely on your side mirrors, and they intend to have, uh, you know, rear rear camera, so you could at least when you back up. It's kind of weird you're driving around the beach. I'm sure you're gonna keep looking up, yeah. but you can't. There's nothing. There's not. There's none there. You have to look at your, yeah. at your uh, side mirror. 
Uh, I mean, for as short distances, if you work like, like me, I work about uh, nine miles from here. So if you drive that, I could let, I, the, the gas tank would last me maybe a month or something. Yeah. So it'd be great. It's kind of weird, though, to, you know, carry around some friends. Hey, how? Well, that's not, a, that's the whole point. This is car is not meant to carry around a bunch of people. And how often do you carry around more than one other person? Uh, probably once or twice a week, maybe. Okay. If we go yeah. for Mexican food like today. Yes, but we wouldn't take the Hilo for that. We would take a regular car. Wait, why? Huh? Why? Because it's well, near. Well, no, because that's what you have a regular car for. For bigger, for more people. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at this as for it's cheap. If I want to move outside of Houston further and be able to afford a decent house, which I can't afford in Houston right now, based on the amount of money I make and what the cost of housing is in Houston now, so the only way I'm going to be able to afford a house is move further out. So if I want to move further out, I don't carpool. There's nobody to carpool with. This is a great option. Yep. Or if I'm just a kid going to college and stuff, it ain't like you need to but, have a whole bunch of But how about, how about those those times when, hey, let's go to my car. And uh, maybe we could, you know, do something. That you can always work that out. There's always a way to work that out. Yeah, you. I'm sure that front seat can be set up so it can recline. <laughs> it can recline Trust all me, the way. there's always a way to have sex and something. <laughs> it will get figured out if you want it bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, so let us know. If you, we'll put the links on the website and uh, let us know how you what do you, how, how do you like it. I mean, I like it. I mean, yeah. I would well, buy it because the whole, they also have an interesting pricing concept. And I forgot now because I read it so long ago, but it was like you could pay for the car every time you bought gas that when you put gas in your car, it would double it and pay that towards the car. So if you bought $20 worth of gas, it'd pull $40 out of your checking account and that twenty extra $20 will get put towards your car payment. Oh, okay. Are they were and they've got Pep Boys online to do all the oil changes and maintain them and stuff. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, the Saturn plant that got closed in Kentucky, the people that that are doing this were able to get their hands on that plant and are retooling it to be able to produce these. Because this came out of a competition about we want an American car that's inexpensive, made out of ninety percent of American parts, fuel efficient, and Something that somebody would want to drive. Yeah, actually, it's it's not bad. It's not really bad. It's not. It's not. It's almost like spaceship like to me. Mm -hmm. uh, what about the concerns about safety though? They do say the way if you ever get rear-ended, they decide they 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 designed the rear wheel, the axle in, in, at the back to to um, to buckle in sideways so it would uh, reduce the impact from the back. They have. They did a lot of uh, studies, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, engineering on how to, uh, you know, to maintain a high level of of security yeah. and uh, safety on it. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to. Well, it's like any small car. If you get hit at high speed, there's a little chance you're going to survive anyhow. So it ain't much different than this. Yeah. But I mean, any accident you get in. I mean, most most accidents are either big high speed fatal crashes or fender benders. Mm -hmm. So, of course, now fender bender on this thing might cost, be interesting to see what the insurance is going to be on it. Because if somebody bumps you, they're hitting your rear tire and screwing everything up. So, does it totally replace the whole thing or insurance totally right off the whole thing? Or do you cover it under motorcycle insurance or is it car insurance? Yeah. Which is it? Uh, yeah, well, I think so, it's going to be considered as a car. I'm so, not sure yet. But we'll so, it'll be interesting to see when this comes out. But next I think year, I'll, 2016. Yeah, but it, they got pushed out from 2015 to 2016 because of the 
plant retooling, I think. So anyway, now on to the bazaar. Can I take this? This is this is my okay. This is, this one is of my all peeps. you. This is your peeps. Not really. I'm not Vietnamese. Anyway, so the guy with super unfortunate name <laughs> posts hilarious rant because Facebook keeps disabling his account. Yes, hopefully this man never gets arrested because his name can't be said on the news. <laughs> yes, only we can say it here in the show. Yeah. Okay, so the Times of India reported on a Vietnamese-Australian man who has spoken about, uh, out about Facebook consistently. Apparently, bitch's name is correctly pronounced Fu Da Bik. Fu Da Bik. But it seems sus suspect to the uninitiated. Apparently, it's a const constant source of frustration for the 23-year-old, despite the fact that judging from his Facebook photos, he doesn't take himself too seriously. <laughs> so, this, the spelling is P-H-U-C and D-A-T and then B-I-C-H. So, it's really fuck that bitch. So, that's his name. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch, or really fuck that bitch. So, uh, I find it amusing. Amusing. I find this it, is him. This is actually. Oh, his. this is what he was saying. Yeah. I find it highly irritating the fact that nobody seems to believe me when I say that my full legal name is how you see it. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> I've been accused of using a false and misleading name, of which I find very offensive. Is it because I'm Asian? Yes. Is it? Yes. yes. I guess. Great. Having my F my Facebook shut down multiple times and forced to change my name to my real name, so just to put it out there, my name sincerely, fuck that bitch. So that's his name. <laughs> so, anyway, I probably won't go out of the house also if I, if that's my name. I mean, yeah, or it could be Elvis. Oh, no, I thought it was hilarious that the guy's real name was fuck that bitch. Fuck the bitch. Fuck so. the bitch. Actually. The way he pronounces is Fu Da Bik. So, anyway. But then, of course. Asian people problems. Yep. Okay. All right. Our second bizarre this week, and it's a long article, but I'm going to try to read it because it's just funny as hell. Um, my boyfriend and I had, had our first threesome with a robot, and here's what's happening. Okay. Last weekend, I had a threesome with my boyfriend and a robot. Yes, a robot. Let me just say this bad... Boy bot can give a mean blowjob. That is, until you stick two dicks inside, which oh, we did. No. But let me first tell you how we ended up in bed with a robot, or as I like to call him, Jack. First thing I thought when I heard about this blowjob robot, are you serious? I don't remember seeing that in Back to the Future. Yes, here it is. The auto blow to the future of male masturbation in your hands, or as I like to call him, Jack. Jack has the ability to elevate your bait sessions from the prehistoric hand tug to the NCSA blowjob on demand. No drinks or hookup apps required. The concept is simple. A real skin-like sleeve inside a casing that houses a motor. Then three beads go up and down really fast on the sleeve and on your cock. I had some buzz about this guy on Instagram and was instantly intrigued. Finally, a blowjob for when you don't want to deal with the person attached to the mouth. <laughs> What's not to love? And you should see the video. Maynard, you have to look on the left. Oh, my God, there's a video. There's a video you'll have to post on this, too, that's, that's, that's an advertisement for the auto, the, what you call it. So when my editor asked if I wanted to try it, I got an idea. My boyfriend David and I have been together for a year now, and sex is getting old. Only after a year, really? Don't get me wrong. He's the best sex I've ever had. 
all, all nine inches, but I'm afraid that I was getting really? bored or something. <laughs> Last time we tried a threesome, it didn't go so well. My friend Alex from Chicago recently broke up with his boyfriend and asked to stay with us for a few days. He has a really nice ass, which my boyfriend loves, and I know Alex would do it. I had a feeling something was going to happen. One night we had a few drinks and got close, but nothing happened. David, my boyfriend, says that inviting another person is complicated, which I can understand, but what about a robot? The auto blow to wait seductively. Um, fast forward a couple of hours, and my bow and I are naked in bed as always. We laughed a bit getting used to it. It's hard to believe that we're having a threesome with R2D2. Alas, we get to the groove and figure out what works for best of us. Use your imagination, but we found a few positions that work well for us. The main obstacles are size and noise. Despite that, the auto blow to is actually pretty damn good. The dog gives you total control how fast it strokes your cock. We both think the fastest was the best. It's seriously like a blowjob from someone, from someone who doesn't complain about their jaw hurting. Sounds like me. Who can deep throat and won't get emotionally attached or leave you with any medical surprises. My favorite position was on my back getting fucked while Jack sucked my dick on high speed. <laughs> David also loved it when I ate his hole while Jack sucked his dick. Double penetra penetration is our next move. My oh. dude was lying on his back. He slides it in in. I mount him and then slide in. Nice. Very nice. It feels good to be close to the man you love. Our cocks were squished together tight inside the warm flesh, leaving nothing could be better. Does 9 inches plus 6 inches make 15 inches? Now that's a mouthful. Oh, come on. Jack made a that's serious bad. effort to suck both of us off at once, and you know how hard that can be. He made it about halfway through it before shutting off automatically. We <laughs> tried a second and third time with no success. It turns out Jack can only take one dick at a time. Amateur. Yeah, but the looks can, of it, it does can only fit one dick at a time. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a, a jack sleeve, but it's got a motor on it. So it turns out Jack can only take one dick at a time. Can you blame him? Eventually, we turn Jack off, pun intended, and let him watch from my gym bag. Blowjob party of one. Let's be real. A threesome is fun, but auto blow two is designed for one man at a time. Instead of spitting on my head hand for usual, I let Jack do all the work. My first real test, can Jack get me hard? Oh my, yes he can. I stuffed my softy inside, turned it on in no time. I felt the blood pumping strong, medium setting. So yeah. it also goes into talking about all the stuff he did with Jack and everything, but it's a very funny article, and we'll post the link so you can uh, go read it all. Yeah, it's got, so, so imagine, here's the review. Here's, imagine, oh, go ahead. Here's the review. Solo play A+. Jack is the ultimate upgrade to your jerk sessions. Get a blowjob without putting a sweat, making a mess, or picking up someone from the bar. Partner play B-. If you're looking for something for you and your partner, this is truly a novelty toy that heats things up quick for a few minutes. But in the end, nothing beats the real deal. And that's a good thing. The day a robot trumps human in any sexual intercourse will have a larger issue at hand. Pros. Blowjobs for life. It feels like the real thing. Easy to clean up. Sturdy. Kinds. Can't take two dicks. Noise. Size. Can't take two dicks. So there's your review of Auto Blow 2. So if anybody would like to purchase one from me for Christmas... I would gladly take one. Auto blow too. So it's basically, if you can think of it, uh, it and it's rechargeable. It's a, it's, it's like a flashlight, mm -hmm. the inside of a flashlight, and the one they are showing here on the video is that uh, they, it's a Vine video. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a girl, it's a lip, it's a lips. Uh, they got three, lips. they got three different things that you can buy. I'm sure they have ass and different sizes. Yeah, ass, ass lips, lips and vagina. China. Anyway, so they have here the lips. Anyway, and then there's these. Um, the sleeve inside it, outside of it are are beads that go up and down, and so I guess 
it would feel good if you are thick because it kind well, of... Well, I have different size things for yeah, to, I, wait, to, let me see. to help with people that are thickly challenged or... Thickly challenged. I don't know. Thickly challenged is <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> but if you're thin... Oh, okay. See? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh, it's yeah. the auto blow, too. What do you guys think? Nice cock. Hmm. Nice, nice, nice butt. So. <laughs> anyway, so, okay. Auto blow, too. The first time yeah. I've heard of it. It's really just a, you know, yeah. an enhanced. Well, like I said, if anybody wants to buy me one for Christmas, that would be greatly appreciated. It's Thank an you. enhanced. Our right, end of the show gift. Since we are ending bear podcast at episode 600, it would be a great parting gift from our fans for me and Mater both to get an auto blow to. <laughs> That'd be great. Thank you Ray, for reminding us about it. Okay, so yeah, it'd be great, good to hear from you guys. If you guys uh, send us uh, uh, voice messages and emails and everything about, you know, we're, 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 we're ending a, a 10 year show. And uh, yeah, so April 600. Sometime in January. Yeah, sometime in January. Okay. And we're going to be taking some days off for Christmas and stuff too, so it might push out the middle of January. But um, you can email us at show at Bear Podcast. Email us comments and stuff about what's going on uh, that you've enjoyed over the last 10 years about the show. Yep. And you can uh, also call the voicemail line at 206-222-2327. That's 206-222-BEAR. It was a voice message and played the show. What a switch! I know. <laughs> Good. <laughs> wow. After years of Ray saying the phone number, we kind of switched right there. Wow. That's impromptu. Reverse. Reverse. <laughs> what is it? Mask for mask. I'm burst. Are you mask? Anyway, okay. So, yeah. Uh, uh, listen to the show on Bear Radio Network and also Stitcher Radio. You can also subscribe via iTunes, YouTube, and Vimeo. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, facebook.com slash bearpodcast and twitter.com slash bearpodcast. Wow, I can't believe it's the last few days I'm going to say those words. <laughs> and uh, go to the official website at bearpodcast.com. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. And we will catch you guys on the next episode of Bear Podcast. And oofs and many hugs. Wolf, what a bear. Podcast your ass.